Hey, yeah. Oh. Is it just not working for the stream? Yep, the whole stream that... was... We went 27 minutes without any audio. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That felt, that felt entirely nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's do a quick run-through real quick. So, this is the execution of her way of life. Uh, we open up on some dude being summoned. This is him here. He's being summoned into this world. Whoa, he gets summoned in. People are like, hey, your power is null. He's like, oh, that's cool. I guess I don't have a power. I'm really excited about getting isekai though. And then they throw him out of the castle. So he's like, what am I going to do? And he's contemplating life and shit. And then this woman finds him. Her name is Minnow. She's like, hey, I'm a priestess. I can help you. And we get a lot of uh, otherworlders that get is isekai and thrown out because of whatever reason. We've really adapted our world because most people come, well, all people come from Japan. So, like, we have Japanese shit and we speak Japanese. He's like, wow, that's crazy. She's like, come with me to the church. She hears his story and figures out that his power is, isn't nothing. It's that he has the power to nullify things. And then she's like, boom, I'm going to kill you now. And she stabs him and his body collapses. He starts bleeding out. Runes come out of his body and like kind of explode before he died he said hey someone else got summoned it's this girl here uh what is her name again akari akari uh so now she's like well i got another job to do hey momo which is this girl here and like her sidekick it's like hey we gotta go do the other thing i need to get into the castle momo's like you need to look like a maid we can use magic but i sewed this maid uniform from scratch for you because i'm obsessed with you so she goes in uh she's really good with magic and hand-to-hand -hand capabilities she meets the girl she's like hey uh come with me if you want to live the girl's bored she's like all right i'm gonna come with you because they're keeping me captive they uh exit from rappelling down she's uh, going ahead of the girl of akari and then she like hides and akari is like minnow where are you and she stabs her from behind like she fucking bleeds out uh then her power activates and before she said her power was healing it's actually the power to control like time so time reverses all her blood goes back she gets up she's like oh i think i fell down that's weird anyway let's go Nice. <laughs> oh, God, I love when audio doesn't work, and I love that there's people watching and nobody said anything. <laughs> oh, that's you gotta love that. That's my favorite part is that there's like people watching live, and they're like, "Hmm, I see his voice, his his face is moving, his mouth is moving, but no sound is coming out." Weird. Yeah. So there, there's your shortened version of events. Uh, let's just. That's pretty good. Out. Yeah, that's 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 the summary. That's just kind um, of, instead of like starting over or anything. She and uh, Menno informs the Archbishop of uh, the current situation that Akari is different. Her power is pretty simplistic at the moment, but she, it looks like she can just reverse uh, rewind time for herself. Uh, not necessarily know if she can do it for others, and that's kind of relatively dangerous because, again, doesn't know exactly what it can do. Uh, the Archbishop then tells uh, Menno, hey, come to uh, Garm. Garm's a city where they have the cathedral. They can remove her skill and then, you know, murder her, basically. Yeah. 
And the best way of doing that, get on the train. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> MTA. <laughs> uh, buy train tickets um, and get on the train. Uh, basically, the whole preface of this was, hey, don't cause, you know, don't bring unnecessary, uh, unnecessary attention to yourself. Um, the child fell in this episode. <laughs> Why did she like? She just like face planted very softly, but then like had a massive bruise on her hand. On her hand, I was like, okay. I was like, I definitely expected it to be on the forehead, but whatever. Yeah. Um. We meet the current. Princess, the uh, best character, Ashina. Ashina is uh, the best character. <laughs> you can say it; it's fine. No one's gonna judge you. Huh? No. Anyway, we can we cannot we can argue about this later. I'm not doing this now. <laughs> it's, but it's um, not even like oh, this is my type. She's just like the funniest one to me. That's fair. That I'll give to you. <laughs> she's the most interesting. Yeah. Um, but she is the, the princess. Uh, she dresses like that, and it's pretty good. <laughs> um, very able, and you know, doesn't like doing things by the book. You know, everything kind of just she does because she wants to do it. And she had known about, like, the, the recent summons and stuff. And it was, like, one of them had gone missing or got thrown out and whatnot. And it was, like, the only way out of the city and in that short span of time, you know, would be a train out of here going to, you know, where would you expect? Karm. You know, I wouldn't assume there would be many trains, you know, going anywhere else. But, uh... She's like, I don't need anyone's fucking help. Uh, and the, like the the royal guards that are there is like, hey, let us come with you. And he's like, I don't need you. Royal guard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you get on the train. Uh, find out there are uh, terrorists on the train. Yeah, I had a moment. I was like, "Can we say this?" I don't. Yeah, I, I like. I thought heavily, but I would just keep it going. I'm not gonna say the word too many times. But uh, yeah, uh, hostile entities on this train. Uh, they try to hold the train hostage, uh, and it, it gets dealt with kind of fast. Um, Ashina and Momo have a scuffle on the top of the train. This is pretty cool. Yeah, honestly, I feel like that was the better fight. Yeah. Because the other ones are just kind of washes. Yeah. And all the other ones are just kind of one-sided, but Momo and Ashina's fight, definitely one that, need, that definitely should get checked out. Definitely shouldn't be slept on either. Momo knows her stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, the, the hostile entities also had, like, swallowed, like, a 
a magic gem that basically, like, I think there's like 13 of them. There's like some weird number like that. But they had all swallowed like a weird gem that basically like disintegrated the body itself and took all like, like matter combined into one into like it's like living a pseudo armor. it's like a pseudo armor yeah. yeah and it's like a weird summon thing and it was just like well even if we don't like succeed with this you know you gotta deal with like the red gem Meta knew exactly what the gem did you know, and it was like, uh oh, that ain't good, but, um, time gets rewinded really quickly. Like, for a brief second, she's like, what just yeah, what, happened? What, what? Excuse me? And, uh, Akari busts through the fucking, the fucking car door and was just like, they had an agreement prior to that where it was like, hey, you should probably sit back here, be a good girl, and just wait for me to come back. And Akari was just like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> um, the, like, the living pseudo-armor basically, like, ends up, like, slashing, like, the, the engine of the train. Makes it kind of, you know, speed up. Yeah, it's out of control. Fun. Yeah, that shit was fucking going. I was like, damn. Uh, but, uh, they... Menno deals with the suit of armor and immediately is just like to Akari, hey, do you trust me? And I was like, is that really the question you want to ask you right now? I was like, quite literally been lying to her like every step of the way. <laughs> and Akari's like, yes. She's like, I'm going to Spider-Man to this bitch. Yeah. And uh, basically they get to the top of the train. Uh, Menno's basically out of like. Uh, mana? I'd like to just call it mana. Yeah. Uh, she's like, alright, what I need you to do is, uh, we're gonna basically hold hands, uh, I'm gonna, you're gonna transfer your mana to me, and so we can, you know, have enough energy to stop this fucking train from hitting the next one that's ahead of us. And so, through, maybe, I'd like to say maybe a good five minutes of, uh, hand-holding, and, uh, a spell being used that was, like, used, like, a stretchy band, and basically spider to Spider-Man to this shit. <laughs> Literally. It's like a giant band stretching from an archway. Just like slowing the train. I like that she said like... Me taking your energy is gonna hurt. But it's only gonna hurt you because like I'm dead inside. And then Akaru was like, well then it's gonna be fine for me too. Anyway, here's my hand. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Are you okay? And then it didn't. And then it didn't hurt her <laughs> at all. It's like, what's happening? It's like, like okay, show. so are you guys all right? You guys want to talk? <laughs> like, and then kind of find out that like Akari's actually just dead inside. Yeah. It's like same, big mood. <laughs> um, anime characters, man. Actually. <laughs> and then um. So they, they stop the train, you know, everyone gets off, thinks um, get, they get on, like, a different train. You know, one that doesn't have, like, a busted engine gets a Garm by the end of the episode. Uh, they meet with the, the Archbishop. Archbishop's, like, uh, Orwell, yes. You know, she's been, the, the very few times she's seemed very wholesome. 
Don't know too much about her. Yeah. Don't know too much about her, but she's basically like I'm pretty sure the head of the Faust and whatnot. Um He was like, uh you can uh like welcome. Uh we'll have the ritual here to send you back home done in about two days. Be like tomorrow and the day after, it'll be ready. Um, and then to the Archbishop, to uh, Mena was like, uh, you know, since you're here and you know we're prepping for the uh, ritual. the ritual. Here's a side to send. Yeah, he's like, here's something for you to do while you're here. Uh, look into the disappearances of several like young women in the city. Uh, and she, you know, happily agrees. Yeah, uh, a lot of inconsistency, though. Yeah. When she originally contacted uh, Orwell to hold this ritual, she's like, "All right, it's gonna take you three days. It's gonna take me three days to prepare for this to happen. Uh, by the time you get here by train, we'll be ready." But then they get there and they're like, "Okay, so there's two days left." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone, someone fucked something up. Someone like, broke I, a rune or some shit. I know, I know the train was schmoving, but I didn't think it was. It moved two days worth of speed. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit was going. <laughs> but um, yeah, Oro was like, "Hey, look into this for me." Uh, Akari got upset. She started pouting because uh, Meno had promised her to fucking yeah, it's like go sightseeing with me. You know, we can go do things together. You know, get closer as people before I have to go back home because fucking Kari doesn't like it back home. Yeah, these bitches are gay. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, instead of Menno uh, doing this investigation, she has Momo do it. And Momo kind of grills her for a little bit. It's like. What you what are you doing tomorrow that I have to do this for you? It's like you, Momo's like I. You're lucky I love you. Like <laughs> literally no, what she says. It's <laughs> like you're you're lucky, and she also refers to Akari as boobalicious. Yeah, <laughs> she's not wrong. No, but <laughs> just like she was very unhappy with Akari and fucking her relationship with Nana. Very unhappy about it. But, um... They go in their sightseeing, uh... Date. You know, they have, like, ice cream. You know, see the sights of the, uh, the city of Garm. Um... They have quite the nice day together. And, uh... Momo, f like, digs into, uh, you know, the investigation work that she had to do. She went into the sewers, spoke with the homeless people down there. They told her stuff. Yeah, she relays the information back. He didn't hurt any of them. <laughs> but, um... 
I think that's mostly it for that episode, at the very least. My computer's not working. Episode 4 was like the flashback, right? Yeah, 4, four is Menno's backstory. Yeah. Well, mostly Menno, part Momo. Um, Menno uh, was found in a basically an empty city surrounded by like I would say salt, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't salt. It was, it was some. It was just white, like everything. No people. She was the only person left. She's by herself, and she's approached by uh, who would be her up and coming teacher, Flair. She just become like a uh, like. Not a teacher, but like she's she's a she's now like at the point where she can mentor other like you know priestess if they want to become priestess. She mm. can take people under her wing, and Flair was like, "All right, well, I'm here now. Um, what do you want to do?" Also, the Archbishop showed up, and she was like, "I'm gonna go look for survivors." And then we find out that that whole situation of why there's like, you know, everything's kind of destroyed, you know, everything's like covered in white. Was because of a Otherworld summon. Uh, they were left to their own devices for too long and their power did that. Yeah, they state that like the more that they use their powers, it like degrades their minds and they can't control it anymore. And this one in particular just like wiped everything clean. From like a continent. Except Mena. Yeah, for whatever reason. Plot convenience. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get an explanation later. Maybe she has some kind of power. Maybe. They're definitely hinting that there's something special about her. Yeah, for sure. But um Flair's like okay, well, if that's the case, uh, I won't give you my name just yet, uh, but yeah, you can call me Master from, like, here on out. And, like, Flair's, like, gives her a big old crazy look. Like, it was just full pan, like, just her face and a weird smile. Um, she then, like, does, like, the whole, like, mana transfer thing. Puts a hand on fucking Menno's head and she's just like, this doesn't even hurt you. It's like, she's just like completely blank inside. It's like everything, like, her emotions got like wiped or whatnot. And then she was just like, alright, I don't care what you do, but we have like quite a bit of traveling to do. If you can keep up with me, uh, we can do whatever after. And, uh, small meadow follows flared basically for the duration without no without a hesitation no second question no, no second questioning she's just like i'll follow you to wherever you need to go i'll be right there no questions asked and she follows then, through too yeah and then she later says that yeah I want to be a priest, a uh, priestess, and uh, 
under Flair's tutelage. <laughs> yeah. Basically learn everything you have to. They learn about the lost ones, their abilities, how dangerous they are, the four different calamities that befell the this the world their world because of these summons. Um and the best part like lore dump. Yeah, this was like complete lore dump. And then it like the flash to the um like all the girls with knives, it was like yeah. You know, they were like, why do we kill? Because we're the villains. You know, Flair's like, whole, like, tirade speech. Yeah. To, like, fucking, like, ten-year-old girls. And most of them were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, like, I don't want to kill anybody. Like, they're just like, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to do this. And he's just like, oh my god. Minnow's like, I'll do it for them. <laughs> Which is really sweet, in a weird way. Yeah. Because she was like, most of the girls here don't want to do this, but I don't care. I'll do it for them. I'll do enough for it. It's like, I'll do it enough so that no one else has to, like, do it. And it's a, kind of a, like the first interaction between Meadow and Momo. Uh, oh, the hair. Yeah. The, the fucking... The ribbons in uh, Momo's hair. Meno did it for her. Yeah. And she was like... Uh, to Flair... Um, I don't want to be like you. I want to beat you. And I don't care what it takes to get there. And so Flair, being the deranged person that she is... Uh, was like... Okay, cool. That means you'll learn everything that I know. And I'll beat into you everything that you need to know. And that put a weird smile on Flair's face. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she beat the shit out of Meno. Oh, I'm sure. I kind of want to like, on end. see if it like, goes into it. I hope, I hope it does. Because <laughs> that, that's got to be a read. Yeah. She she straight up does like the villain laugh. She says we're the villain. Like she she just seems evil. Yeah. It's like that evil stepmom. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. But that that was just one hell of a trip. I was just like, am I seeing this right? And then we go into episode five. In episode 5, the day of uh, Akari's ceremony, her ritual to send her back home, um, Momo finds uh, something else in, like, under the old uh, royal, like, royal palace. It's like a, kind of like the, similar to, like, the first room that uh, Mitsuki was summoned in. It sort of looked like that. And uh, Momo found Ashura down there as well, because you know she's snooping, because her father's being accused of you know heresies. She came to check it out herself. You know, either her father is fucking lying or someone's lying to, about her father to someone else, and they make like you know the whole revelation that the noblesse have no clue how to do like any of this magecraft shit. Because, you know, she would know. 
and then you know mama has like that sudden realization after asher is just like the only people that know how to do this are the faust which means one of the faust is working with the noblesse to get these summons pumped out and momo is just like the only person that i would think that would have the authorization to do such thing is the archbishop tries contacting them rune on the wall says no fuck off <laughs> and um I, I was when that happened i was like oh they're gonna have to like do something elaborate to try to figure out how to deactivate that room. no just, just smash it? the just just <laughs> smash it it's engraved into the wall <laughs> just break the wall yeah it's like i got this <laughs> <laughs> and uh momo warns uh menno about the archbishop the archbishop's just like ah shit she knows and a whole elaborate uh i wouldn't say fight scene but more of a altercation starts and it's like uh menno telling akari to run uh the archbishop had like the fucking tricolored gems one of the red ones being like one of the ones that she's already seen before on the train which means it was just like, uh oh, that ain't, that ain't good. Fucking. No. Yeah, it's like, so oh, we got shit. The primal shit. stones? We don't even got any backstory on what that is. We just knew it was bad. We just knew, yeah. <laughs> Instead of shooting, like, fucking colored beans from her fucking stick, fucking walking stick, her staff. And was just like, pew, 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 pew. Fucking hit Menno's, uh, fucking. her book. And it immediately like caught on fire, and it was like she just tossed it at the archbishop. Yeah, that should explode. Like that shit was about to explode. So I was like, okay, the scriptures are fucking not flame retardant. Got it. But it like had gotten like damaged severely. How you doing, Vex? Thank you for the ten biddies. 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 Uh, and she like chucks that shit, and fucking like a hole. Like a hole, like, like the floor crumbled beneath her, and she fell like oh so far down. Yeah, that was a fucking drop, and she was fine. She was fine, yeah, because whatever again doesn't need her fucking book for whatever reason, or it works like um or is do kind of in a sense. I don't know. It's like whatever, it, like etheric, like powered menno has like she can manipulate it to her will yeah so i'd assume she doesn't take any damage uh kari is just like runs over to the hole and is like she okay and then they like fucking rustle her back into the fucking seat <laughs> you just like sit there and look nice fucking it'll be over now in like a minute promise and uh Menno's at the bottom of like this hole in like a chamber and she looks around and she's like oh shit wait these are like all where the, all the missing like women have gone and the archbishop's just walking down like fucking spectral steps she summons a staircase to walk <laughs> i was just like what was the like, fuck? some extra shit bro <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah i got elevated you took the steps i could literally make a levitating platform but she was just like, yeah, this was, it was me, Barry. <laughs> Type beat. 
<laughs> that's what I got from that. Literally what it was, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the like, it looked like all the women had like had their blood drained out of them into like a beaker, like that was just like from the ceiling. And the archbishop did some shit, cast like a weird spell, and fucking the beaker broke. Summoned the fucking familiar. It's like the suit of armor, but this one was like like a angel or something like that. It, it looked like a demon, but she's like, oh, it's an angel form. I'm like, you sure about that? It's like a it's like a demonic something, an angel form. And I was like, okay. Cool. You don't have a book. But also the archbishop was like, hey, yeah, I know me summoning this was like definitely like, you know definitely would have been like a hard fight for you if you had you know your scripture but i'm pretty sure this is overkill but you know have fun have at it yeah literally just that i was just like oh okay and uh kind of fades to black yeah it just plays the fucking jojo to be continued thing <laughs> get roundabouted <laughs> oh my god but yeah, that's the that's the five episodes of the executioner and her way of life. Nice. Glad we got through that without any technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you want to go or should I? Uh, I'll go. Yeah. But um, for the first five episodes, uh, really simple, quick, to the point not really dragged along too much you know sure you have like minor plot things here and there but they get it like solved really quickly um very fluent very i like the characters i like all of them like and besides like you know the the first one he was just an asshat <laughs> that that guy i saw it coming from like a mile away but um the storytelling the world building you know even though we don't get too much it's not heavy on the world building but you get a lot of depth from characters yeah you get to see into them just not like looking at them and i appreciated that yeah i can give this a sol i can give this a solid eight i'll be honest this this was like really high expectations okay uh for me like like i well i don't know if we i guess we didn't say it because it wasn't recording audio uh but we had seen the scene of her like stabbing the dude uh the first summon guy yeah um, and that's what made us want to watch this show uh so i knew that that was coming so i want to say like episode one and two i was like hype for the show and i was like mm -hmm. oh this is good i'm loving the world building i'm loving these characterizations you know momo obsessing over minnow minnow's like straightforward she's a straight man act uh akari's interactions with the with, with uh, minnow i'm really liking it episode three and four i kind of felt like it was a bit of a slog three i felt like it could have been added to another episode and like shortened on its own four was just backstory stuff and i was like yeah whatever uh i wasn't really feeling those two to be honest Mm -hmm. um i understand the importance of the backstory from four though so you know of course uh right. and then five was like the big one you know and five made me feel like damn i wish all the episodes before had this type of action happening um 
I, I expected the twist with the Archbishop. Like, I for some reason, I just knew that was coming. Uh, I don't... I didn't know anything about this show beforehand except that one scene of her stabbing the dude. Mm. But I, ju I just knew something was going to happen with the Archbishop. I don't know why. Um, but I will say, I actually find the B story more entertaining than the A story so far in the show. Like, the stuff with uh, Ashura and Momo. Mm -hmm. I like them more than I like Minnow and Akari. <laughs> I like I would just watch a show about them to be honest. <laughs> like their they're very they're different. Funny. Yeah, this like, like they're they very different they're together right now type of thing happening. Like I I'm I'm really enjoying that. Um, <laughs> I am excited to see what's going to be happening. I haven't watched any more. I do plan on watching more. I didn't want to watch anymore because I figured we were, we were only going to talk up to five and I didn't want to get confused and mention something else that happens afterwards. Yeah, that's uh, Especially since this is like a high tension moment in the show. Yeah. Um, if I had to rate just the first five, probably... Probably a seven. Uh, that's it, good. Yeah, the last, like one two and five i would say that, like that's a nine i really enjoyed those but like everything else kind of brought it down a little bit mm -hmm. um but i do enjoy the show and i do plan on watching more and maybe checking out the manga see if she got her ass beat <laughs> i think i think four four was a big one for me because it, it it explained a lot and explained like why Mena was the way she was yeah like, I, I don't mind the explanation. I just felt like it was a slog. Like, that they just dumped it all at once. Oh, yeah. It definitely could have been done better. But, you know, they dedicated, like, a whole episode to it. Yeah. So. But, you know, it was a lot of information to kind of pick apart. Yeah. The fact that they dedicated an entire episode made it feel like even they were like, we just got to get this out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just like it could have been planted in, like over the course of the five it was just all at once yeah but all in all i did still enjoy and I, I am looking forward to more especially now that it's moving faster now we're gonna get into like some espionage shit so i'm excited yeah power <laughs> uh anything you want to add before i talk about next week no i think i'm good i think right. i i think i hit every every fucking nail i had to nice so this week we had uh the two secret lesbians working together um next week we also have two secret lesbians working together we are watching licorice recoil have you seen anything about this show yet no but have i looked at it multiple times yes i've been like i was staring at it because i was like this looks like something i would probably watch but I haven't watched it yet. So do you remember when we put on Vivi for the first time and it just opens up on like a scene and we were like, what the fuck are we watching? Yes. Yeah. So that's not to the same intensity, but that's kind of what happens here. All right. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched uh, the first two episodes already. And then I was like, all right, I definitely want to put this on for the podcast. So let me wait. Um, at the time, there was only two episodes. I think now mm. there's like six or seven. Uh, so I've been waiting a while for this to, you know, for us to be able to review it. So I'm excited. Mm. Uh, so catch us next time for that. Yes, sir. Now I got to go get ready for work. <laughs> Have fun. No. 
It's fine. I'll stay up a little bit next week. Stay yes. tuned. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll